All diseases begins in the gut. This is a quote by Hippocrates. This was over 2,000 years ago, but we're only just starting to discover how right he was. Research over the past decade has revealed that the gut health is the cornerstone to overall health and immunity. That is huge. But let us put you in the picture. Do you suffer from seasonal allergies or weight gain or hormonal imbalances? How about mood swings or autoimmune disorder? All of these. If so, you have a gut attitude. You have a gut issue. Something is going on in the gut. Let me tell you, the National Institute of Health uh, estimates that nearly one-fourth of all Americans, that's approximately 70 million people, suffer from digestive issues like gas and bloating and heartburn, uh, the diarrhea, oh my goodness, constipation, nausea, let's throw that all in. In functional medicine, as we see it, we believe that these symptoms may be displayed in your gut, yet their effects are systematic and can affect the entire body. Your entire body. Have you ever had a headache and you're just constipated? The entire body. We believe that the gut is the core of your health and that it is essential to have a healthy gut in order to have a healthy body. It's all about the gut. Wake up. Go nowhere. Help is on the way, people. This is February the 3rd, 2016, and this is a live broadcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this great planet. My name is India Holloway. I am your host here on the Inner Light Radio. I am a National Board Certified Colon Hydrotherapist and iridologist, the author of a book entitled, The Body Doesn't Know How to Die. And I'm here every Wednesday from 10 to 11 West Coast time. So you got me today. And if you care to join us uh, and share, uh, you can. You can do that. You can call us at 310-928-7733 or drop us a line at innerlightradio at yahoo. Com. With your gut issues, people, because we're talking about the gut, it is all about the gut. Woo! 
I am really, really grateful for those regular listeners. Hi, guys. How's everybody out there? I am so glad that you're listening. This is going to be something that's going to affect you and your entire family. So I hope you get a lot from it. But I want to thank those that are listening for the first time. Thanks for tuning in and invite you to come back and join us every week at the same time for good information. And uh, listen, it is always my pleasure to thank the men and women of the armed forces for their work, their job, their dedication, their service to us. Thank you for that. And while we're thanking you, those that are deployed and those that are uh, out there doing work and service for us that don't, (laughs) as a rule, thank you. And I'm talking about the you uh, per police officers, fire firemen and women, and how about school teachers and nurses, service people? Thank you for your service. This broadcast is, as always, not meant to heal or cure or treat any disease. But what we will do is educate you on body keep you above dirt for a while people come on and when i say we i am talking about my sister my co-host my confidant Ms. meta nasa good morning meta meta's not there oh my god i saw her smiling earlier but she must have taken off again in her spaceship so Meta will join us again any minute, but uh, I want to just say that uh, I think Meta's just having spaceship issues. (laughs) Uh, We're talking about the gut. It's all about the gut, a properly functioned digestive system. And when I say digestive system, you know what that is. It's your GI tract. You may have heard it. It's your alimentary tract, another word for it. I say it's from teeth to tail. It is one hose. And this hose starts at your mouth, ends at your butt. It is one hose. So what goes in through this hose is feeding and nourishing or causing disease to the rest of the body outside of that hose. It is critical to know enough about your digestive tract to know that, like I said earlier, when you have a headache, it could be just that you are constipated and that poison has backed up in the system. In fact... 60 to 80% of your immune system is in your gut. 60 to 80%. And if you've got a lot of waste sitting there on top of all of that immune system, this is what keeps us alive. You've got an issue. Meta, did your spaceship land? Girl, I'm telling you what a morning. My book fell on the computer, and it went dead. 
I heard your intro. Okay. So, yeah. So I just finished with the the basis of saying hi to everybody. So you do the same. Well, good morning, listeners. Hey, Mesa. Good, <laughs> good morning to you. I, you. You know how I felt, don't you? Oh, yeah. Real Mr. right. Mr. came in and he was scrambling trying to get me back on. <laughs> well, here we are. mishap gone. All right. So what I'm doing right now, Meta, is just giving a good breakdown of what is the digestive tract and mm -hmm. how it is affected and affecting the entire body. And I, and I had gotten to uh 90% of uh well, 60 to 80% of the immune system is in the digestive tract. Mm -hmm. That That is huge. That's a game changer for a lot of people to know this, that mm -hmm. if your digestive system is off skelter, then you know what? The entire body is off. Uh, I just got a call just before the program from a lady. I've not seen her, but I've booked her for an appointment. Uh, she's got cancer of the liver, and mm -hmm. she's had it for... What did she say? 12 years. Hmm. Cancer of the liver. And they've been treating her with injections hmm. for the liver. They've been keeping this cancer floating around in her body mm -hmm. for that long. And, and let me just say this. We've got 80% of our, and she's not ever had a colonic, by the way. 80% hmm. of the immune system is in the gut. You gotta get that, that system clear if you're gonna get the diseases out of there. 90% of your, uh, neurotransmitters are in the gut. And, and these are chemicals that sends everything to the brain to let you know what you're feeling, what you're sensing, what mm -hmm. you're going through. And, and they're regulating everything, including your sickness and health. Uh, and when we're talking about uh, chemicals and transmitters, we're talking about your mood swings. We're talking about stomach pains. We're talking about root causes of chronic health problems. Mm -hmm. Boy, it's a lot. And it's yeah. your gut. And, you know, this is uh, what's puzzling to me. Just that, just that description you gave is basically what my book is about, The Mystery of a Disease. And that is because we are all connected internally. And one thing affects the other. But centrally, like you're saying, is the gut. Well, and I don't understand why the doctors don't go to this. I mean... They understand the well, anatomy, physiology, and the pathology. Why are they? Not, why are they injecting this woman and not going to the source of the problem? Well, I can't answer that yet, okay. but I'm going to see her and I'll report back appropriately. Please do. But um, when we have different things happening in the body, mm -hmm. and you are not. Um, going to the gut to help heal this system, 
and and you're sitting on poop and you're constipated for days at a time when mm-hmm. you are not eliminating for two or three days and then when you do the little round hard knotty goat turds this mm-hmm. is not pooping this is a joke it is not helping you at all mm-hmm. you've got to love your gut in order to heal your gut and there are still people out there with issues about using the bathroom. Mm-hmm. They say, you know, I, I talked to one older lady. I say older because I'm a senior too. And, and she was a little bit older than myself. So I said to her, you know, you've got to uh, drink your water and flush out the system. You've got to poop on a routine basis. She got a little attitude. You know what she said? Oh, I can't be bothered. I said, okay. You are kidding me. I swear to goodness. With the attitude and a primped mouth, she said, oh, I can't be bothered. Huh. I said, okay. Then I know I cannot help this person. Uh, Okay, now tell me, why was she coming to you then? Well, you know. If she can't be bothered. Well, the whole thing was she was coming for something else altogether because I also, you know, have herbs and, and supplements and different okay. things. And mm-hmm. I was just questioning her. But she couldn't be bothered. So, you know what? Can't help you, babe. Now, for the listeners, this is what you need to know. We're going to give you the four R's. And we're going to call it the four R program. Number one of that four is remove. We're going to talk about how to get the crap out of the GI tract. Number two is replace. We're going to tell you what to replace with supplements. In other words, we have to clean the system and then we have to fortify the system. And number three is we got to re-inoculate. Do you know probiotics is huge we've talked about them we're going to talk about them again you have to know how important they are and then we're going to repair there's Uh things that you need to have that helps the body repair the gut because if you have leaky gut you have a brain you it's past the brain gut barrier that waste that poison that poop Mm-hmm. And it will get to the brain and it will throw uh, a monkey wrench into the works. And when that happens, mm, your attitude changes as well. You know, about a third of your, just to give you an idea of what's going on in there, a third of your poop is uh, composed of water and fiber, undigested food particles. Mm -hmm. And the other third is composed of living and dead bacteria. A lot of people don't know that. They just see poop as uh, rotted food coming out of the body. (laughs) Not so. A third of it is living and dead bacteria. You have to know that. Uh, helpful bacteria in the large intestines lowers the pH. Did you know that, people? <laughs> no, and and people well, are, 
Some people don't know what a pH is, Indy. The pH is the um, is the alkaline or acid balance of your body. So the pH in your body should be, in your blood especially, 7.45 pH. Um, and it kills bacterias, unnecessary bacterias in the body. When you have good pH, mm-hmm. when you have an alkaline system, your body will function very well. Um, and it will kill off bacteria. The, the bad bacteria cannot live in uh, alkaline. It has a hard time living in oxygen. Mm-hmm. If we can oxygenate the body mm-hmm. and, and get a good pH balance going on in the body, your body can do its job. You know those little um, uh, oxygen uh, meters that they put on your finger when you go to the doctor for an exam. Mm-hmm. If that is low, they don't even realize this. When that is low, when your oxygen levels are low, your pH is low. Mm-hmm. And so I get excited. They don't understand why I get excited when they take mine and it's 97. Woo! Oh, boy. I know. And along with the strips, when you get up in the morning, if you take one, put under your tongue, saturated with the saliva, take it back out of your mouth and look at it. It should be a beautiful, bright green. And if, if it isn't? If it is not, and it is yellow, you are acidic, very acidic. But you got to do that before anything goes in your mouth. That's if right. You're, if you're going to get those strips. Now, I got a email, and it's from, it's a Facebook email, Imani, oh, and okay. this, uh, this young lady asked, can you share some thoughts about how to clean up some of that dirty water, that toxic water? Uh, and she's actually alluding to the situation in Flint, Michigan. It's so frightening, right. she says. It makes me think that it's not an isolated incident. Well, you have to understand, um, Imami, that first of all, they're talking about the lead. The lead that is in the water. And look up lead. First of all, it's natural in our environment, but in situations like this where we have lead that is now being introduced into the human body, lead is poison. It is so poison, and in our environment, it never dissipates, ever. How do you clean up something that never dissipates? We have in California... um, more highways and byways and cars than any place else in the world. And we used to have leaded gas, which means that the exhaust from the gas uh, is spewing out into the world. We're breathing it in and we're getting sicker than dogs, right? They stop the leaded gas, but on the highways, the gas the the exhaust is still wefting up out there 
and um, it's still being breathed and you're driving on freeways and highways and byways. There's all kinds of things. In the leaded paint that they used to paint in the 60s and before, uh, paint in the walls and the kids would eat the paint from the window sills. And and the dogs and cats would, you know, gnaw on it. There's all kind of lead out there. Understand the environment first. And then you'll know what you are capable of doing to eliminate it. Yeah, you know, they're giving out bottled water, which is a joke, when you're asking, when they're asking you not to bathe or drink or Use for cooking any of that water that's in uh, Flint, Michigan. I don't know what the answer is, how you can clean it up. I can tell you this. There are filters that you can buy that will filter out. And you're going to have to have a good one. A good filtered system where you're running that uh, water through the filter before it gets to your body. And if you put it on your skin, you may as well drink it. Because it gets in, your skin is transdermal, which means if it's on it, it's going in into your bloodstream. There's a lot that's going on. We're going to hear more and more about uh, what's going on in Flint, Michigan. But at this point, um, let's, uh, let's go back to the four R's. We're talking about method, the first one. Uh-huh. What did I say it was? I said the first one was remove. Right. You got to remove the bad stuff. Uh-huh. You cannot walk around with poop in your gut and expect that you're not going to have diseases. You cannot think that having a liver cancer and you're filtering bad stuff through a leaky gut A leaky gut says it's filtering in the liver, as you know, may or may not know, filters all the poisons in your body that comes through your blood. Uh So if this lady who has liver cancer has a leaky gut, and I don't know because I haven't talked to her in detail yet, I know enough about her to know I can start seeing her because she's on a cleanse. But uh, we got to get that colon clear because if she's been recycling waste poison in her body, recycling it through uh-huh. her liver, and God knows what else she did. I don't know if she was a drinker or a smoker or if she ate uh, the crappy foods that got her there in the first place or if this was just one of those fluke things. You know, most people born are born with ten fingers, ten toes. They can see, they can walk, they can talk, they can reason, right? Then there is 2%, 2% that are born with some kind of fluke in their body, some kind of craziness that sets their body into a tailspin. And you can even overcome that if you know how to keep this colon in order. Well, you know, excuse me, genetics have a lot to play with this, too. This lady must be genetically very sound because she has been dealing with this for 10 years. And it took 5 to 10 years for it to manifest. Yep. But this is the deal. 
this mm-hmm. is what she's not focusing on mm-hmm. is that they are focusing on just keeping that liver from showing signs of the cancer. She says it was kind of dormant and now it's showing progression. Sure. Okay. I, I'm there. She's 58 years old. Come mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. The body needs special attention. You cannot treat it like it's normal in a situation mm-hmm. like that. You cannot eat normal foods you, or, or I should say the typical American diet or the standard American diet. You mm-hmm. have to be extremely vigilant in making sure you're doing all the right things. Mm-hmm getting rid of the sugars in your diet, anything that the liver hates, you should not eat it. And and drinking alcohol, drinking a, soda. Yeah, that's a task right there to d- help the liver with the defense. Yeah, just uh, so, inflammatory mm-hmm. foods, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you got to get that stuff out of the colon and you have to keep it flushed and moving, you have mm-hmm. to keep that entire GI tract from being inflamed. And when you have gas, bloating, diarrhea, or constipation, and, and you have all the other things that I mentioned on the onset, heartburn and um, nausea, different things like that, uh, you have a GI tract that has some kind of inflammatory issue. Uh Get rid of the inflammatory foods. Remove them from your diet. The gluten, highly inflammatory. Dairy products, corn, especially if it's the GMO crapola. Get that stuff out of there. Sugar, top of the list. Top of the list. And people are out here craving, eating, and sucking up sugar like there is no tomorrow. Mm. You know, the, there is um, uh, the equation for your sugar intake should be mm, 8 to 12 grams a day. You know what the average American is sucking down? Mm. That's a 40, a lot. 48 grams of sugar a day. That is alarming. It is ridiculous, but mm-hmm. they do. And the first thing that it affects is the gut. Mm-hmm. The first thing. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about your mood swings, you're talking about your mm, neurotransmitters. Okay, back to that again. You know, I gave uh, a lecture to a group of girls. It had to be about 15 in a room. And these teenagers could not, the, the oldest was 15. They could not think. They, they literally said they could not think. And I asked the question, why can you not think? They said, we don't know. Nobody's addressing this problem. One of her, the teachers to one of the children, the girls said, you get out of my classroom. Nobody sits in my class and not think. Well, he went in the <laughs> wrong direction. But yet they all had a soda in front of them. Mm-hmm. 
How many grams of sugar is that? That's you talk point. about poisoning That's the right. system. Mm-hmm. That is, as I have said time and time again, the liquid devil. <laughs> it, it goes in and it wreaks mm-hmm. havoc. I like the expression of example that you give about the big gulp and then made it bigger. Mhm. Mhm. Start starting with um you know just a standard uh small cup of whatever it is mm-hmm. and then the, uh-huh. the the 6 ounces. I mean remember when when Coke was in a 6 ounce bottle the Oh yes, that's eight right. hourglass and then it mm-hmm. went to 8 and mm-hmm. then 10 and then 12 <laughs> and then it went into the big gulp. The big the, gulp. Oh my god. And then the super big gulp i i can't believe it and i see women walking out of the 7-eleven with those things sucking them halfway down before they even get to their car Mm. i mean and and these are things that we have to recognize that affects everything let me go back to the neurotransmitters Mm -hmm. because people need to know how that's affected in the body. We call the gut the second brain. You've heard us say that before. Now, let me go back and explain second brain to you when we're addressing something full of crap. The brain is the big computer. Your gut has neural transmitters just like the brain. Your brain is composed of about sift. 50% of all the dopamine in your body. That is chemicals. That's a chemical that's, that's synthesized in the brain and the kidney. And it represents your reward uh, hormone. It says, I feel good when I eat this or I feel good when I take that. This is 50% of your dopamine is in your brain you know what there's 50 percent of the dopamine in your gut so when we say the second brain you don't have dopamine or neurotransmitters any place else in the body except your brain and your gut those two places but listen to this listen to this the brain produces uh, 95% of all the serotonin in your body is in your brain. And 5% is of the serotonin is in your gut. And when it passes, when anything passes that barrier, uh, serotonin is another chemical. And it, it has to do with your sense of well-being. How am I feeling today? Or it affects your mood and your appetite and your sleep. It's the happy, what they call the happy hormone. And when you have these things in your gut and your gut is full of constipated stuff, it's Hmm. thick, it will leak out into your bloodstream. It will circulate all the way up into the brain and back down into the liver, into the gut again, and accumulate. You have, 
you have what they say, neurons. The neurons are the <clears throat> sensors. They tell you what you're feeling, what's going on. Uh, you know, your eyes pick it up and your your gut responds. When we're talking about neurons, we're talking about 80 trillion in your brain. That's the that's in your skull. You have three times that many in your gut and no place else in your body. And so digestion is crucial. Getting the waste out of there is crucial. And and if you're not dedicating a lot of times in making a lot of time in making sure that you're eating the right food, that you're uh, digestive tract is clear on a routine basis, you are screwing with your health. And a lot of people are not focused on that at all. Like you said, mm-hmm. Meta, mm-hmm. look at, look, they should have soda banned. I know one of the, uh, let's see, who was it in New York City tried to ban soda? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And, <clears throat> had a real fight on their hands. Didn't he they? had a serious fight on his hand. Mm-hmm. Get rid of what? I mean, it went to the big house. Well, when I see when I suggested it in the group that I was uh, advocating here in the Springs for um, the schools, that was the suggestion, and they let me know without a doubt that this was a big part of their income in the schools and the children really didn't want to relinquish that and substitute it with other things. But then the other things that they brought up had a lot of sugar in it as well, like the fructose. Well, like, like you said, it is one of those things where people will fight for their sweet stuff and people listening today are, are suggesting you know, it's not going to happen to me. I'm good. And I'm one, saying... One, one soda won't hurt. But a little strychnine will get you to the same place. Hmm. Eventually. But, you know, you have to... I don't know what what has to be done or said to lend reason. Help people to reason and think through this. We're just on automatic pilot doing things that are detrimental to our health. Yeah. And um, if, and going back to removing the um, waste in the gut, a lot of times we have to take supplements. And mm-hmm. um, there are some people, uh, as a matter of fact, this lady with the uh, liver cancer. One of the questions I asked her was she taken medication and she's taken the injection. And, and then I asked her, was she taking any, uh, supplements, any vitamins, minerals, anything? Mm-hmm. And she says, occasionally mm-hmm. I take a multivitamin. Occasionally I'll take calcium and, um, periodically I do the probiotic. Well, she's in trouble, but I'm going to straighten her up. <laughs> I am. <laughs> it's my job. But the removal, uh, 
you know, when you've had waste in there from eating the sugary foods forever, you have increased your uh, parasites. You have increased your uh, unfriendly bacteria. And you have increased your ability, the body's ability to create more fungus. It's already there. Uh But when it starts to grow... And uh, for those that look down at that big toe and it's black or green or yellow, you can best believe that fungus is circulating in your body. We got to get rid of that stuff. Remove those things that the body is taking on and trying to help. Let me tell you, the body, I, I mentioned the name of my book, The Body Doesn't Know How to Die. Now, let me clarify that a little bit. The the body knows how to heal and repair and rejuvenate. It knows what to do. And it doesn't need us to think about how to do that. All we have to do is put the body in the position so it knows what uh, or how to heal itself. It put it in the position and it will do its job so if you're just treating the symptoms if you're just getting antifungal uh supplements or spraying something on that big toe you can best believe you're not doing the job you're not putting the body in its position you gotta move the infections you gotta take the herbs kill the parasites uh do the, all the things that you need to do. And if you're doing the antibiotics, you're making the problem worse. You are then killing off all your bacterias. And your friendly bacteria supports the immune system. Your friendly bacteria, as a matter of fact, makes medicine for the body makes vitamin uh vitamin e it it makes uh uh biotin vitamin d uh the the body does a lot just in the gut itself and if you have your friendly bacteria so everybody should be taking probiotics on a daily basis then it's going to help support that system and that's where we talk about the second R is re-inoc- or, or replace, and you're going to replace the good stuff, essential ingredients. You got to eat right. You got to have your digestion properly absorb the foods that you eat. And mm-hmm. if you're eating a lot of sugar and gluten, it's lining the walls of your digestive tract, and your body is not going to absorb proper nutrients. Mm-hmm. It just will not. Celiac disease, you've heard that uh, term before. Uh, celiac disease is from eating a lot of that gluten and so much of it. And, and, and meta, I think that's what happened to our, our 10-year-old, too. When uh-huh. I was telling you she ate just pasta every day for nearly a year, uh-huh. that mats up. And and if she ate it with uh, cheese in it, oh, my God. Um, and, and you're just clogging up those fine, fine 
hairs that line the small intestines, and the small intestines is where the body absorbs the nutrients from the food. And if it's clogged, then the body's not absorbing nutrients, which mm-hmm. means your body is starving to death. And it's a slow process. It's a slow process. So getting, um, getting the proper foods in the body is absolutely essential. Uh, your diet is everything. And holy moly, if I hear this again, people tell me I can't come in on Sunday because of the Super Bowl game. And I know what that means. I know that it means you're going to eat like a banshee. You're going to throw your system into a complete tailspin with all that excitement. Uh, moods. Remember what I said about the neurotransmitters? Mm-hmm. They're in your gut. They're in your gut. Serotonin. If you took, I'm talking about the boys now, because they're the ones that really get into this thing. If they took certain supplements before the big game and concentrated on at least two days of eating good and healthy and take supplements before the big games like serotonin to shore up, L-glutamine to shore up. How about um, uh, there's, there are certain herbs that one can take that will absolutely help the digestive tract and not drink the soda. Okay, so you're going to drink a beer or two, drink a glass of wine, but then make sure you do the right thing for the gut. Eat halfway decent. Digestive enzymes, take your enzymes, take a mouthful of them, (laughs) get them in there so that the foods that it does digest, it can take it where it's supposed to go. But when you do nothing... And, and you're eating gummy bears two days before, clogging up the system. When you're eating all that stuff, that uh, the sweet stuff, and, and making inflammatory um, pockets inside your gut, and then you drink alcohol and caffeine on top of that, and more sugar on top of that, and then you're eating the pizza and the Pepsi and, okay... Okay for me because you guys are going to ring my phone and and jam up my calendar for the next couple weeks just behind the big game. You know, earlier you spoke of the the comparison of neurons to bring to the gut. Mm -hmm. Would you say that the reason why so many people, millions as you said, and I concur with that, are having cognitive problems, simple thinking, processing thought to dementia and all ultimately Alzheimer's disease. The oh. relationship. Don't you think there's a, a close relationship in all of what's happening with the brain? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Your, your essential nervous system. Right. Right. The connection between your brain and your gut are wires internally. That's the nervous system, that wiring. 
it is in the gut and it is in the brain. How can it not cause these things? I mean, when we're talking about the, the nervous system going from the brain down the spinal cord, goes out through all the vertebrae to every part of the body. Uh-huh. And guess what? That same nervous system is connected to your gut. Visualize this. That wiring goes from your gut out to every nerve in your body, through your vertebrae, and up to the brain. Uh Uh-huh. And you're wondering why? (laughs) You're having a headache and you're constipated. And if you have leaky gut, you're crazy. Your brain is on overload of all these frightening things that happen. The danger. All these When you have panic attacks, it is coming from your gut first. Mm -hmm. And then... Because you feel it there. You Uh feel it there. When you're having a panic attack, when you get nervous, let's say, nervousness out of nowhere instantly, Uh you get diarrhea. The body is breaking down. Well, you know, excuse me, you can also identify it as saying whack attack because some people just get uh, angry. Uh, They have uh, aggressive behavior. And this is all coming from the core, the emotional center of the body, which is the abdominal area where the gastrointestinal tract heavily lies in in control of what's going on with the rest of the body in terms of a domino effect. Mm. Makes sense to me. Yeah. And and we're going to try to... Help it make sense to everybody else because we will talk about this gut and get it. When we're talking about probiotics, let's say, I know we're bouncing back and forth, but when we're talking about the probiotics, your friendly bacteria, and you're not colonizing that friendly bacteria that's supposed to be mostly in your large intestines, you have, you're carrying around somewhere in the neighborhood of four to five pounds of bugs in your gut. 75% of those should be friendly. Mm -hmm. And when I'm looking at most people out, out here, people that come in to see me, most of the time, they have 70 to 80% unfriendly bacteria in that gut. That's heavy. That's mm-hmm. heavy duty. These, these friendly bacteria support the immune system. What did we say? 75% of your immune system is in your gut. And, and, and it's full of unfriendly bacteria. And let me explain again what that looks like to the body. Unfriendly bacteria, they are little bugs in your body. They eat, they pee, they poop, they fart in your body. And if 70 to 80% of that gut area is unfriendly bacteria and their excrement, their pee and poop is poison to your body, 
it's going to cause some kind of disease. And, and going back to the genetics, Meta, as you said, your gene pool will determine where that poison will go because it will affect the weakest part of your body. And if you have weak genes in any certain area, you can best believe that that excrement from the unfriendly bacteria is going in and wreaking havoc. You know, it's no wonder tiger is loose. So many people, millions of people have autoimmune system disorders because of what you just described. When that terrain, that, that cesspool that builds up in your body, in the colon, which is supposed to be a passageway, yeah. it, 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 it becomes retensive. And then it becomes a cesspool Mm -hmm. and it breaks down your immune system that is supposed to be your defense system and you have nothing to fight with. So what are you going to do? You've got to do something or you soon will be blowing taps. That means you're going to die. So what what are we giving them for support in that area? Well, uh, you got to take your probiotics. I can't express enough of what that means to get those probiotics in there and get the colonies high. Before the big game, I want you to load up. You cannot OD on probiotics, okay? And if you take enough of them and you tend to start poop in a little bit more than you're used to, then just mm-hmm. back off of it mm-hmm. a little bit. But aside from that, uh-uh. Take them. Most people need to double and triple up on the probiotics and get that stuff in there. When you have things that are triggering your brain, the gut brain, mm-hmm. um, and then you have diarrhea and it triggers your big brain and then you have vomiting <laughs> and uh, all kind of other things going on in there and your attitude starts to change you know when you see those young girls you were saying you were doing a lecture for mm-hmm. and they're sitting staring into space like little zombies mm-hmm. and they have brain fog mm-hmm. that gut is now affecting the brain and you will set kind of dazed off not really with us and the worst part about the whole thing in drinking the soda uh, and people are loading up on sodas for the big game well the liver has to filter that poison the kidney has to filter the poison and the blood that is made in the bones, by the way, has to try to alkalize the system. And it will, because that's where your alkalinity comes from. A lot of people out here drinking alkaline water thinking, I'm healed. (laughs) (laughs) I got me some alkaline water and I am healed. And I'm going, you stop it. It's The alkalinity comes from your bones and this is the sad part when you drink that soda or that 
alcohol, and now you are acidic from eating the acidic foods, drinking the acidic drinks, your bone has to produce more to come in and alkalize the system. But what it does is that it has to leach the minerals from the bones and sacrifice the bones to try and alkalize the body. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So there you go, bone disease, right? Bone there. disease, right. So, you know, when the doctors are looking at you and knowing what you've done, what you've done to yourself, whether it's liver cancer or whether it's uh, just flat-out constipation. That, oh, let me go back a hair, Meta. I just thought about that. You brought <laughs> that up. You said they never asked you about. When, when I went to the doctor and I explained to the listeners the other week, my adventure, and it was an adventure, going to the doctor for the first time in 20 years. I am not proud of this, but... I did go and I did try to see exactly what they do. They never asked me about my bathroom habits, ever. Uh-huh. There was nothing on that inf- information that questioned my bathroom habits. Do you poop? Are you constipated? Nothing in there in reference to that. Nothing. Uh-huh. And what are we talking about? How the gut is the hub of your health. Hippocrates said it 2,000 years ago. If your gut is out of sync, your body is out of order. Bottom line. I read a book by a European doctor who said, quote, 90% of the problems that women have gynecologically come from constipation. Mm-hmm. 90%. Ladies, are Listen. you listening? Listening. Right. All right. So, the, um, the other thing that one has to do is look for the digestive enzymes. It is huge. You have to take them in. The best ones to take are the protease, P-R-O-T-E-A-S-E, protease enzymes. Not just any food enzyme, please. It's not strong enough for the way that the average person eats today. Mm -hmm. Protease enzymes, digestive enzymes is the one that you should do. Uh, uh, hydrochloric acid mm-hmm. is huge in in making sure your body breaks down the foods uh, in your body. So, H, what is the initial? HCL. HCL. And when hydrochloric you acid. right, and when you administer them, you should take them um, the enzymes before your meal, at least. Most people are over a hundred pounds, <laughs> so take at least two to three, and at the end of your meal, the HCL take two to three. Now, if you have burning after taking the HCL, then just drink some water. 
drink more water and it will help to dilute that. And then the next time, just take two. And that will help tremendously with the breakdown of the foods. And and let me explain one of the things you should look for with your um, with your probiotics. You should make sure that they have twenty five to one hundred billion of the probiotics in each bottle, and with that, you should have the bifolos, the bifidophilus, um, and there's three or four different bifobacterias that you should have in the bottle. If it's just one and like acidophilus or bifidophilus and that's all it is and there are millions of them, it's not strong enough. No. You want to get the good stuff. May cost you a little more, but it is worth it to save your life or to save you from suffering because most of what people do is suffer. And then when they haul ass into the doctor like their butts are on fire, what the doctor does <laughs> is they treat the symptoms. You got heartburn, they give you a pill for the heartburn. Come on. That's not where the problem lies. Okay. I had a visual on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Butt on fire. <laughs> Okay. Well, we're at and, the top of the hour. Oh, char. Uh, you want to give them some information on your event that you're having? Yes, on uh, February the 28th for our local lights, or if you're coming to town, make a, a special uh, trip to see me. I'm having an open house. We're having food and drinks and a lot of good uh, education. We'll have a tent pitched in our parking lot, and we're going to talk shop. We're going to have a lot of healthcare professionals come up and give you information and answer questions about what's going on with your body. So 28th of February from 1 to 5 in the afternoon, and it's free. We're going to have plenty of food and stuff for you, so please try to make it out. Meta, where can we reach you? You can reach me at metanasa at hotmail.com. My name is India Holloway, your host here on the Inner Light Radio. I am always pleased that you're there. I am uh, always here every Wednesday from 10 to 11 West Coast time. You can send me an email at indiashealthyliving at yahoo.com. And until next week at this very same time, I want to say with love and great gratitude, thanks for being there. We'll see you next week.